Hi everyone, I'm Caroline King. And I'm Ashley Powers. And you're listening to Bitch Beer. This week we recorded has majority female employees. We talked about what it's actually like not being an independently owned brewery, some tribulations of being a woman in beer, and dream beer projects that we wish we could have right now. Right now. Awesome, ladies, thank you so much for being here with us today. We are in the Terrapin Tap Room. Mm-hmm. And we are so excited. We're in Athens, Georgia. If y'all wouldn't mind going around, introducing yourself and what you do here at Terrapin. Uh, I'm Jess, uh, Jess Hurd, and I'm a brewer here at Terrapin. Christy Loganchuk, I'm also a brewer here at Terrapin. Nice. Maddie Neely, I'm actually just a brewer's, op- like a brewing operator, so I'm just their assistant. It's pretty great. Eva Tran, uh, just started brewing here a couple months ago. Hell yeah. Olive Overboyer, it's my first day as a brewer. Yay! <laughs> That's so cool. This is so cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you guys have such amazing female representation here. This is awesome. Yeah, I don't think I've seen this many female brewers Mm-mm. in one brewery. I could be <laughs> speaking out of turn, and maybe we've been to the breweries that have those, but it's very cool to see all of you in, in one room like this. I think we're officially a majority now yeah. that Olive's here. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think the male brewers are getting a little worried of our us taking over. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> they had that whole thing about like, yes, finally, with Corey hired, we've broken the streak of female brewers. <laughs> so how long have you been at Terrapin, each of you? Um, All of one day. Yeah. <laughs> Just under three years. Um, almost a year. Yeah, less than a year. And I've only been here since... February, so a couple months. Very cool. That's awesome. How long have you two been brewing beer before coming here? Uh, I got my first brewing job at the beginning of 2014, so I had a couple of years at another brewery before coming here. Cool. This is my first job out of college. Um, That's awesome. Before this, I had a short summer internship at a brewery, but yeah, this is my first real brewing experience. Awesome. Is this y'all's first brewing experience as well? Yeah. Um, I worked at another brewery before this for about six months before getting this job. Cool. That's so cool. This is my first full-time job, but I've had some internships in the field, so. Very awesome. Cool. Good deal. So how did you guys get into craft beer? Was it home brewing? Was it trying it yourself? For me, it was drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That's the yeah. best way. Yeah. yeah. Um, my um, stepsister actually used to work here before... <clears throat> It was actually like a position to pour beer. It was a lot of volunteering. Yeah. So my stepsister and her girlfriend and all their friends would, you know, I would come here, of course, like wouldn't be drinking or anything. So I was like 19. But, uh, and then I've just been here for so many years, coming and visiting, going to all the events. And so eventually I applied to be in the tap room and I was pouring beer at first, but I always wanted to brew. So I made my way back there and finally like about to be a brewer, hopefully by the end of the year, I would say. That's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, for me, it was over at UC Davis. I worked with I worked with a few people like Charlie Bamforth, and I got really into brewing once I took some of their like malting and brewing and microbial classes. So I figured, yeah, why not? That's awesome. Uh, my dad's been schlepping me around to brewing like brew tap rooms since I was like four. So <laughs> that is so cool. In another one. That's awesome. You must be very proud. Yeah, he's a little bit, he was a little bit teary at dropping me off, so. That is so, that's I'm about to cry. That is so sweet. Like dropping the kid off at the first day of school. I'm like, have fun, make lots of friends. Bring me beer home. That is so cool. Yeah, my dad, my dad used to brew his own beer. He would do it at home and he would love it. He would, you know, you're not, 
we would just let us try it. He'd be like, yeah, try this. This is why this beer is good. So, yeah, that's so that's really cool. My I did, love that. My dad did the same thing, except he didn't let me try it. He just used me for labor. <laughs> as soon as I was heavy enough to sit on the bottle capper, I was, I was hungry. It's not illegal if they're your offspring. Yeah, right. Exactly. That is so cool. <laughs> so, um, what are y'all's favorite beers here so far? Sound check. Nice. Uh, so... In the Memorial Day spirit, I was crushing a few. <laughs> Jess, why are you laughing? <laughs> this is a little rehearsed. I knew you guys would ask this question. <laughs> I'm just excited to hear the prepared speech. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah Watermelon Goza was my go-to drink this weekend nice. for uh, Memorial Day. That shit goes down smooth. Yeah, yeah it was nice and refreshing. Yeah. So. yeah, I haven't had it yet. I need to try it. It's super good. Yeah, it's great. I think for me, it's the uh, Hop and Bubbly. It's actually the first beer that I've like worked on since I've been here that's been like, it's a lot of dry hopping you have to do and even says it on the can, like special dry hopping techniques. And I'm like, I'm that technique. You know? <laughs> so, Just put my name on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So for me, it's definitely, that one's an easy drinking one. I love it a lot. Cool. That's super cool. Um, for me, right now at least, it's good to go. I don't know if we're going to be making that anymore, but it has such a refreshing taste to me. That's what I'm sipping on right now. It's yeah. goes. It yeah. reminds me of like lemon iced tea for some reason. I'm not sure why, but it's it's really good. I have the um, what's it called? The come out of your shellness thing. Oh, this yeah. is delightful. That's a great. This one. is true. This is like a garden party beer. Maybe <laughs> just looking at the sign that's like Feeling covered in beautiful <laughs> flowers. It's beautiful. But yeah. Oh, I, I've always been a fan of recreation ale. So nice. It was like one of the first craft beers that my dad let me try when I was of age. Nice. <laughs> That's super cool. Good. <laughs> so seeing as, in the especially in the way that we uh, reacted, that female brewers are a rare thing, um, have you experienced anything? I mean, you this is your first job out of college, right? But like, being a woman in beer, have you ever experienced something that you were like, hey, like? Fuck you, don't, don't. Like mansplaining don't. sort of stuff. Like, I love going out to bars and having, <laughs> uh, having these craft beer dude bros try to explain hops to me. <laughs> I feel like that, that Parks and Rec scene, like, I know more than you. <laughs> when Nick Offerman goes to the Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, I had a lot of that same experience when I was a bartender at a brew pub throughout college, and I would, they would, men would ask me like what my recommendation is, and I'd give that to them, and then they would ask the male bartender on duty instead, right in front of me. Mm -hmm. Like even if they agreed with your recommendation or not. Oh yeah, like usually the guy was really the guy would usually they were my friends, so they'd be like, that's her major. You just, yeah. you just listen. Yeah. Good. Good yeah. on him. Yes. Yeah. I think more okay. men should do that and call it out when they see it because yeah. I think it would go away a lot faster. I mean, for me personally, it wasn't entirely due to my gender, but it was one of those things where I'd apply for a job and I'd come interview in person. And they, at first, like, um, the person who had happened to be interviewing me was co founder of the brewery and a woman. And she was like, oh, you know, like, you seem really cool. And, you know, we'd love to, like, have you on. Let me just talk to, like, our other person who's, like, doing the work. And pretty much, even though they like kind of like pseudo accepted me, they gave me an e- they sent me an email by saying like, oh by the way, you know, we just don't trust you because X Y Z reason. And it was implied that like, oh, we don't think you'll be able to help out enough, which was like, yeah. okay, yeah, okay, that's um, so weird. It sucks. So actually, at the internship I was at, 
um, it was, the head brewer was a male. Uh, there was an assistant brewer who's female and the head brewer's mom helped out with the gift shop. Um, a contractor came in and he, he gets done working. We offer him a beer after. So we're all sitting around having a beer and he looks at the head brewer and goes, so what are you like a, like a feminist or something? And <laughs> what? I, I was sitting right there and you know, my head brewer handled it very well. He goes, you know, we hire anybody who loves beer and Ended yeah. it with that. And Perfect way to handle like, that. What the hell? Why did you say that, dude? <laughs> oh, oh my god! Wow, there's more women in here than I'm. <laughs> Adjust. Why isn't she in a kitchen? I don't understand. <laughs> Why are her shoes on? <laughs> Ridiculous. Not all men are like that. <laughs> so, uh, which of the beers that you guys brew here that you've had, like, you can be like that because you said that you helped with the hop and bubbly. Like, mm-hmm. what have you assisted on somewhere that you're like, that's that's my baby. I think very that has a special place in my heart. I mean, other than Soundcheck, which is my personal favorite, I'm always happy to work on it. Um, my first week on the job, I was trying to get to know Athens. Um, so I went out and I asked, um, I asked someone uh, for a recommendation and she suggested the Watermelon Goza. And it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, I, I, I made that. <laughs> that is so cool. It was, it was the coolest feeling I've ever had in, in the industry to, to have my own beer recommended to me as something like, I think you'll really enjoy this. Like, I know I will. As a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> um, I don't know about a specific beer, but when I'm filtering a beer and I look through the paperwork and I see I also signed off that I brewed the beer, I'm like, yeah, well, this one's mine. Like, <laughs> if, if it's bad, I'm sorry. But. <laughs> it won't be. <laughs> I mean, it's a similar in vain to Jess where, um, so I take, so I don't have a car here because I came out of state. So I take Lyft a lot and I always end up having these really interesting conversations with Lyft drivers. And oftentimes I tell them they're a brewer and I work at Terrapin. They're all like, oh, it's that beer. I recognize that. Or, you know, that they really enjoy coming here and experiencing the atmosphere, the beer. So nothing specific, but I enjoy that, you know, they're able to get something, a good impression generally from stuff that I'm brewing. That's awesome. What are you looking forward to getting your hands on? Um, I'm really interested in like sours of all kinds. So the gozas are gonna be really fun. I did a lot of research on those in one of my internships. So that'll be cool to like be on the production side of that. Yeah, that's really cool. We, we've we never spoken to someone who's so fresh out of, I think, any schooling, let alone like first day on the job. It's like an amazing coincidence. So where did you go to school? I went to Miami University in Ohio. Cool. And like on, on your uh, di- diploma, what does it say you got your degree in? Yeah, it's not marketable at all. <laughs> I, it says on my diploma, I got a bachelor's of arts in individualized studies. So I designed my own major. Whoa. So I started as like a biochem major and realized that I did not want to be on the pre-med track and have to take like any, you know, anatomy or anything that's not going to be applicable because I've known I wanted to brew beer since I was a sophomore in high school to the vein of my mom and teachers. <laughs> um, but So I like, I found out I could design my own major and I just chose like ochem, microbiology, all of that. So I'm kind of annoyed that it says Bachelor of Arts, but what can we do? Right. Um, Hey, so, what you're doing is art too, yes, art exactly, and science. Yes, that, and that's what I, it's like, that's why I like brewing is it's what I've always wanted to do, which is like mix art and science together. Um, but 
So that's what my degree is in. That's very <laughs> yeah. cool. That's so cool. Thanks. And then, I mean, and like you gals being able to take her under your wing and everything, like, do you have any advice that you would offer her, like that you wish you would have known when you first got here or anything? Get used to sweating. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably good advice for anyone who works out, who steps outside in the state yeah. of Georgia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I would just say, I mean, I carry around like a gallon of water, but by the end of the day, I fill that with beer. So <laughs> always have a balance. You know? I would say, don't take it too hard on yourself when you will make mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, this job is going to be a lot of cleaning. Yeah. Like just a lot of cleaning. Feel like a glorified janitor. Sometimes. <laughs> That's what um, I said, Aaron. We're basically just yeast babysitters. <laughs> I like that. That's actually a really good way to put that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> So what do you ladies like to do when you're not working on beer-related things? Drink beer? Or, <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, that's acceptable. Yeah, I mean, just visiting breweries, honestly. I feel like it's just always about beer, really. You just try a new beer, you meet people, and you give them, you know, Terrapin beer. Make people fall in love with our beer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, mostly other breweries. That is a good way to make friends, is yeah. give them beer. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> I have heard of uh, people getting like entire sets of tires trading for beer. Just like <gasps> where? Oh, here, have a pallet of low fills. Think it's I can like, get here, a transmission? Have some tires. That's what I need right now. <laughs> I've, I've never tried it. How can but... I get in on this? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and then one thing that I wanted to ask because I'm completely fascinated by this process. Um, so Terrapin's considered like much larger than other craft breweries. And um, you guys were bought out by, was it? Miller Coors. Yeah, Mil yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, so, I mean, a lot of people in the beer community think that that's like a negative thing, but I think it's super positive because it's like, you guys make good beer and you get to distribute it everywhere. So what are like the cool things that have happened like since that started? Honestly, not much has changed. Um, awesome. when, when the deal happened, um, I had been here for three or four months, and there was a whole bunch of, of outcry in the community. Yeah. Um, but Miller has always been really hands-off. Um, it has changed some of, the, some of the feel of the company. Like, some people are uh, maybe, maybe upstairs are, are like, well, we better do this right, or they'll want to step in more. Um, oh, like so, like more corporate culture, which, right? Which, right. There's nothing wrong it's, with that, you know. It's just you know, it's it's sort of like we want to make sure that we stay the same company culture. Yeah. Um, and they've never threatened that, but some people feel like, well, if we mess up too much, they might want to. Um, but really, not much has changed before and after, except more women, I guess. But I don't think that's related. <laughs> Correlation or causation? Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, and then you have your um, collaboration that you did with them, the Hoppin Bubbly. Yeah. yeah. That's freaking delicious. She put her technique in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. It's so good. Yeah, so what is, what is the Hoppin Bubbly exactly? It's a brute IPA. Um, uh, it's essentially a, just a really dry IPA. Um, so the amount of grain that goes into a smaller beer, maybe, but so much of that sugar is digestible by the yeast. It does have a higher alcohol, um, but it finishes really dry. It's got a really good hop character, thanks to Maddie over here. Nice. Uh, just, just 
hopping the crap out of it. Yep, three <laughs> times. Yeah, we dry hop it three, three times. Three times, damn. The damn. Process. What hops are in it? Oh, man. It's, uh, I know. Shouldn't I know this? <laughs> <laughs> I believe, though, it's um, Amarillo and then Citra and the third one. The three main hops, yeah. The three main hops. <laughs> the third one. The third one, you know. Yep, that's it's probably Centennial it. Mosaic. That's what it always is. Honestly. And, yeah. and so with um, dry hopping, so what sort of is the, what makes dry hopping different than other brewing processes? Well, so dry hopping, when you add the hops in like later in the process, it's just for purely like aroma. So it won't really give it much of a flavor, but it gives it like the smell when you have it in the glass. You can really smell that. Um, so most places, and before we used to do this, you'd go up to the top on a fork or a scissor lift and open a port and just like dump hops in the top. And that's like an easier way to do it. But now we have this great thing. <laughs> it's like our hop cannon. So it's this big old thing. It takes a lot longer process to like clean and sanitize. But this way we just pressurize it, put all the hops in and like shoot it into the tank. So Why am I picturing a, a t-shirt cannon right now? <laughs> I mean, like you guys are just there like, you go. just like, like way bigger. Amazing. Yeah, it's the right way. But I like it a lot. It's um, it's like really thrilling because it's just like so much pressure at once and just like shooting all the hops in. So. Oh my gosh. It is a lot safer yeah, um, and it allows us to dry hop way earlier because if you do open that port while the, the beer is in super active fermentation, there's going to be tons of CO2 coming off the tank. Wow. So if you don't have to be at that port <clears throat> drowning in CO2, you don't die on a scissor lift. Right. <laughs> right. That works. Yeah. <sighs> They'll have to send us a video of the hop cannon. I'm like super intrigued by this. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. It looks like a, a little fermenter that we just yeah. overpressurize and then blast out of. That's yeah. so cool. I actually did it this morning, so. <laughs> that daily. is super cool. It is no secret, Ash and I are huge fans of the Atlanta Beer Bus, and we have some pretty exciting news. Atlanta Beer Bus loves us back and loves all of you back. We have an exclusive code for Bitch Beer listeners. BB20 will get you 20% off your ticket. And uh, where can they find their tickets, Caroline? Uh, if you go to atlantabeerbus.com, you can see the full schedule, and you can look at all the breweries you can go to. You can book either a public tour. You can do a private tour if you want to, if you've got a bachelorette party, you've got some girlfriends in town. If you know that you've got a family member coming in, they have early bird specials where you can book your tickets in advance for even cheaper. And I mean, the whole thing with the beer buses, it's pretty great because you don't have to drink and drive. If you're at Second Self and you want to go to Scofflaw, hop on the bus. They make it easy. It's really fun. They have a beer nerd on the bus that'll tell you about each brewery. It's a really, really, really fun experience. And they recently added a Decatur route where you can stop at places like Wild Heaven and brew pubs like Twain's and Brick Store, which is not something yes. they were doing before. And Wrecking Bar, too. And the Porter. Go see Molly Gunn. She's the best. <laughs> <laughs> if all of that sounds incredible to you, then you should take the opportunity as a Bitch Beer listener to use code BB20 to get 20% off your tickets. And you can use the code for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And again, 20% off your ticket. You're getting money off of your ticket. It's already pretty cheap to get on this bus considering how many places you can go. So if this weekend you're thinking you'd like to have a couple beers, or if you'd like to drink half of Atlanta, use code BB20 at AtlantaBeerBus.com. So if, if money or science weren't an object, what would be like your dream beer to, to create and share with the masses? Ooh, good question. I can't answer this one. It's gonna be sound check. Sound check. <laughs> I, mean, I would love to do just like a fruity lambic beer. Mm, ooh. 
I mean, obviously, you know, it's all very like standard. It's always going to be like peach or raspberry usually. Right. But I'd love to do something, you know, with more tropical fruits. That's cool. Like explore that area because we have a lot of tropical IPAs. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. I've been reading. Um, there's an article I found the other day about people going back through history and seeing the beers that were made in that time and like from those cultures and they have like just crazy different ingredients that like there's one guy that wants to go up to like the top of an arctic cap and like dig through and get the yeast that would be buried in that time or, like the bacteria from then yeah and kind of make those kind of beers so it's like, very authentic so that would be a, a really cool idea otherwise or like sometimes we there's some places that'll have like open fermenters to make special yeah. sours and that would be really cool to do. That's super cool. Very cool. Yeah. I, I guess that. I don't have big dreams like that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of making me rethink what I have to. We got goals over here. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it could be a, th- a Thanksgiving beer. Except you think it's cranberries? Surprise! Ooh, it's, it's turkey, turkey and gravy. Oh my god. Turkey gosh. gravy. Mm. A savory beer Yeah. Hey, TM, TM, that's our idea. (laughs) If soda companies can do it, then I think beer can do it as well. I'm so sorry. Peanut and jelly beer? Oh, yeah. Soda companies have the weirdest. Probably. I I didn't know that they had, like, savory sodas. Oh, like, frickin' bacon and cheese and, like, oh, yeah. What? We never said I'm, this. My mind is being I, I didn't say they're today. good, but they're okay. okay. They exist. Go, fair Just using like really old hops to get that cheese. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Grilled hey, cheese IPA. Cheese is lactose. Awesome. Damn it! I'm on fire today with ideas. That's fantastic. So, what was the what was the first beer craft beer that you ever had that you were like, oh shit, this has to be in my life. If it's soundcheck, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I um a few years back, before I was really into beer, I've always like known like beer is the best, you know. And I think also for women, being in beer is really important. But um, my ex's dad used to homebrew, and he made this amazing like berry hefeweizen. Mm. And being like part of the process to make it with him, and then to try it after it fermented in bottles, like. I think that really just sealed the deal right there. It was so fresh, and I haven't had anything else like it. So I think one day I'd like to recreate that, too, on my That's own. That's so cool. That was good. Um, I think my first uh, craft beer, my brother gave it to me, and it was a 60-minute dogfish head. Hell yeah. And I just powered through that thing. I was like, <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, the, the next beer he gave me was like a victory summer love, and I was this that was more my speed, but... Now I've learned to love the hop, hop bitterness and stuff like that. So yeah, IPA is rough to start someone yeah. out on. Yeah. <laughs> like here's a it's blonde, like maybe a you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mine was actually 60 minute IPA and I loved it. Oh, nice. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, Dogfish Head is why I wanted to get into craft beer. That's cool. I toured it and they have a treehouse as their boardroom, and I was like. Sounds good. Oh, <laughs> that is so I didn't know cool. about that. Yeah. So I decided I wanted to work anywhere that had a treehouse as a boardroom. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. 60 minute IPA was like the liquid version of that. How much do you fuck with Sequench? How much do y'all oh, fuck yeah. with Dogfish Sequench? It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Mm. When, I, when it started winning awards, I was like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> nice. We actually did one of those. We have QA sensory panels like every day, and we'll do different beers. Uh, last week we did like different locale beers, and one of them was Sequench. And I, when I tasted, it, I just knew it was so good. You want to be floating in any body of water, just like <laughs> yeah. don't talk to me. I'm having this. Mm-hmm. 
Um, for me, it was also Dogfish Head, but not the 60-minute IPA. <laughs> um, it was, I can't remember the name of it, but it was sort of like one of those beers that sort of um, blur the lines between like wine and actual beer. Midas Touch, yes, maybe. Midas Touch. Ooh. Very good. Um, That's another ancient yeah. ale, so yeah. staying on topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you knowing shit. <laughs> Uh, mine was a Berliner Kindle, so my, it, it was a raspberry Berliner. Uh, blew my mind that beer could taste like that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't touch another craft beer for years because I was underage. Um, <laughs> but my first adult craft beer was the, the Yazoo Dos Peros. It was, a, it was, I think, a brown ale. It's been forever since I had one. Very cool. That's awesome. Nice. Um, should we go to our rapid fire questions? Sure, sure. Oh my gosh. Um, all right. So if you were stuck on a deserted island and could only have one refrigerator full of beer, what beer would you want that to be? And it can only be one beer. Pabst Blue two. Ribbon. Damn. Okay. On brand. <laughs> on brand. Okay, I never yeah. said how much it needed to, how much it needed to cost. <laughs> That's true. I wouldn't get tired of it. There you go. And I won't need any water. That's true. <laughs> Thinking pragmatic, I like it. Um, for me, it would be the Kamaba Hefeweizen. It's a Japanese uh, wheat ale. Yum. Which, God, it, I remember when, in California when I was buying it, it was like $6 a bottle because it's import. And I, my wallet would be crying every time, but I'd still be going to Bevmo like, hey, order me this 24 pack. <laughs> That's awesome. Hob and bubbly, can I just go there? Again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just too one. easy to drink for me. Yeah. I'm just gonna skip. It's no sound check. <laughs> it's, it, it's a, if it if it wasn't sound check, uh, I I I've never had a rowdy and proud that I didn't like from Three Taverns. Ooh, it's a that's really good one good too. Beer. I'd go with watermelon goza. It's yeah. Easy. Mm. Good choices. Ooh. You're on an island. I mean, I know. Yeah. Yeah. perfect. Yeah. perfect. So, if you guys could have a beer with anyone, dead or alive, celebrity, person you know, who would it be, and what do you think that they would like to drink? Alive. Okay. I'd pick alive. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> so, what alive person would you have oh, a beer with? Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, did you think we were asking if you'd have a I beer with a dead silly. body? I, I don't know. I love it. I, I love it. This would be a good listener. I've never <laughs> had somebody only <laughs> that way. That is hilarious. I'm dying. <laughs> I'd want to have a beer with Guy Fieri. Yes. <laughs> he is like my favorite person in the world. I, um, yes. And I think he'd like something with like jalapeno in it. Mm. So like, um, I don't know. I've had a lot of really good ones, but. So, and I can't think of the name of specifically. Guy Fieri would like a crazy ass Dewclaw, yeah. like something yeah. from Dewclaw. He'd yeah. be like, this takes me to Flavortown. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was about to ask, yeah, Flavortown. Yeah, I'm on board. I think I would have a beer with like Ariana Grande. Yeah. And then she can just sing about it. And we'll just like be having a great time drinking Oof. and getting drunk, singing along. <laughs> what kind of beer do you think she likes? I think she'd probably be into like a, I don't know, this like thing that I have, the golden ale with rose and mm -hmm. peach. That's she'd probably really yeah. like this. She'd like a blonde. <laughs> Badass. Yeah. Um, for me, it'd be Teddy Roosevelt. You know, he's had such an interesting life. Hell yeah. Um, I mm. figure we get. I figure we get. You know, smashed on some really boozy beers, like Asian, like bourbon barrel or something, and then you know, probably fight each other. <laughs> fight a bear afterwards. Yeah. Or you something. would switch yeah. over to scotch at some point exactly. for sure. <laughs> That's great. 
I really hope Dolly Parton drinks beer. Oh, I, she has to, or else, oh, I just love Dolly Parton. Oh my gosh. It would break my heart if she wouldn't yeah. have a beer with me. <laughs> I mean, maybe you get her to drink moonshine. Tennessee maybe, girl. Maybe. Tennessee girl. See, I'm going to test your dead or alive. Okay, um, test me. I'm going to go with Tupac. Okay. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> is he dead or is he alive? I'm going to find I, out. I'll have to find I'm out. I'm sure if you find him, seven camera crews will be right behind <laughs> you. The government will be flying in. <laughs> What, what, what do you think he'd like? Would oh. he like something classier? Oh, um, yeah, he would love something classy. Um, no PBR with him? <laughs> I would never serve Tupac PBR. <laughs> <laughs> Although it did win a blue ribbon, he might. Um, what was it? Green ribbon at best. Oh, it was a blue ribbon. Um, I don't know. I think he would like something pretty nice. I would have to... I would have to get him a danker. <laughs> Either danker you tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Sweet. What is, uh, what's your favorite trash TV to watch? Oh, and I'll just start by saying that I like 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days, so no one in this room is going to judge you. I like trash <laughs> TV, like dumpster fire TV, so... I'm from New Jersey, so <laughs> uh, Jersey Shore does have a special place in my heart. That was, nice. that was middle school for me. Not not the environment. <laughs> Watching Jersey Shore was nice. middle school. Yeah. You didn't you, was you didn't GTL in middle oh. school? <laughs> Jim Tan Laundry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Game Thanks of Thrones season eight was great. Yeah. So I mean, you know, trash TV is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I haven't really sat down to watch TV, watch TV in so long. I'm gonna, I, I guess I gotta go back to Glee. Oh! Right. It's the most recent yeah. trash TV I've watched. Trash, but I loved it. I watched, I finally finished like the whole uh, show. I was trying to say season, but there's so dedicated. Seasons. Yeah, I finished it all. I, yeah, it took me a while, but yeah, it's a good show. I can't even think of what was on TV before Netflix at this point. I you know, know right? I'm, just, I'm binge watching anything. But yeah, what are you binge watching right now? Right now, I started uh, Gentleman Jack. <laughs> Thanks a lot. You're welcome. <laughs> what? That's a pretty good why job. have I heard of that? It's an HBO show. Oh my God! I've I saw the ads before Game of Thrones. It, it's out now. It's out. They they just had the sixth episode last night. Oh, yeah. I thought it was still okay. Then I gotta catch up on that because that show I'm looked a, amazing. I'm a Tinder yeah. baby, so I've been sitting on like minute thirteen of episode five for <laughs> days. Didn't want it to end. No, I just I can't handle it. It's too intense. <laughs> I get it. Gotta that, check uh, out. Or Broad City because I love them. Good Aww, stuff. They're fantastic. They're yeah. wonderful people. Um, I love Investigation Discoveries. Nice. Yes. Homicide yes. Hunter. Yes. That's a good one. Yes. Uh, 48 Hours, you know. Oh, yeah. Who's to say? Who's to pick the best? Right. You know. And then do you also listen to true crime podcasts? Yes. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. my, my shit, too. Murder. Yeah. 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 That's mm-hmm. it. Yep. Their book just came out. Yeah. I just finished <laughs> the, uh, I don't know if you guys listened to the last podcast on the left. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hail yourselves. Big fan. So I just finished. Hail uh, Satan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just finished the Casey Anthony episode because... I realized I didn't know what happened. I remember it was it, it was happening. Don't remember what happened. Listen to it. Wowie zowie. <laughs> was that a zinger? Why not? I literally no one knows about last podcast on the left that I talked to, so I'm super happy right now. Very good. <laughs> I'm writing it down because I need to remember this. Make I'm sure you are in good company when you listen to it because they <laughs> get nuts. <laughs> 
Okay, so even if you don't karaoke, what's your favorite song to sing at karaoke or in the shower if karaoke is not applicable to you? It's always Britney Spears. You know what I mean? Like, Just whatever you're feeling that night? Yeah. Cool. Any version of her is perfect. Good. She's always <laughs> good for karaoke. Yeah. Two different answers to that. Karaoke, Proud Mary. In the shower, again, Dolly or, or some other uh, classic country. Nine to five would be a great karaoke song. Yeah. It would be. You would kill that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, see, karaoke, I can't really hit these notes, but uh, I always choose. You try. Oh, I do try. <laughs> Isn't um, that what karaoke is? Trying to hit Whitney notes? Houston, I will always love you. There you go. Yeah. Mm. Just for the one. Yeah, you guys don't want to hear it. I promise. <laughs> I gotta go with my boys, Queen, like any song. Nice. Good, like good choice. I like that. I do have a karaoke machine in my apartment. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, has, it has like a 70s karaoke CD on it. So anything from that, but specifically, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. That's um, a good one. Good one. That's a good one. You just I need to bring that parts. here, though. Yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. bring it in. I am all about it. <laughs> Day two. I would like yeah. make people come over to my apartment yes. at school to sing karaoke before we went to the bars. So, <laughs> so like, why isn't any work getting done? Yeah. Oh, Olive's <laughs> having her own karaoke party in the corner, and everyone has come over to join. Well, that's what the stage is for, honestly. There it's you go. Karaoke. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for talking with us. Is there anything else that y'all want to plug? Anything exciting that y'all have coming up that you can talk about? Great question. <laughs> We do have a beer coming out soon, uh, like the Frenchies. Frenchies Blues. Ooh. It's a it's a blueberry sour. Mm. What? Um, When's that dropping? Do y'all know? I know it's in kegs right now. Hell yeah. Um, I think they're releasing it here in the tap room tomorrow. Okay. Um, but I'm not sure when it when it hits uh, the streets. All right. Yeah, but we've also got one that we haven't brewed yet, but hopefully it'll be this year. Um, Jazz Cabbage. Ooh, what? It's made uh, with some hemp in there. Oh. I was going to say, because they're mixing jazz cigarette and devil's lettuce, right? <laughs> right. Got exactly, it. Got exactly. it. That one's going to be exciting. Very cool. And then there's peach dreamsicle whenever that. Oh, yeah. yeah That's dude. pretty good. I've, yeah. I've, You've had it recently? I have tried it recently. It's our uh, milkshake IPA. Mm. Peach, peachy. Pretty peachy. Nice. Perfect for the summer. Yeah. So just just to wrap this all up, if someone has never been to Terrapin before and they walk in and they're like, I somehow have lived under a rock and never tried one of your beers, where would you where would you point them? What what would be your recommendation? You're not allowed to talk. I'm just kidding. Sound check. I mean, I feel like the most terrapin of the terrapin beers, because a lot of the lift articles I've talked to also say like terrapin beer has a very distinct taste. Mm -hmm. Mm I feel like the one that's the most terrapin would actually have to be the hop and bubbly because it just really encapsulates like all of the hops that we're that we primarily use mm-hmm. and like that certain special dryness that um, you know Jess talked about. It's our brand. It is. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're known for like IPAs, so a lot of people come in here are already trying Hopscutioner. But if you're into like wine, I usually suggest like the Gozas because they're so mm-hmm. easy to drink. Um, otherwise, I would say probably the Tree Hugger, which is most similar to a brown ale, or um, or any of our like even fruitier IPAs. If it's like your first time drinking an IPA, you gotta add some fruit in there. So the Up High is the Citra IPA, and then like Luau Crunkles, Pash Fruit, Orange, and Guava is a good one to go. Ooh. I'll, what do they want their night to look like? Yeah. <laughs> it might be wake and bake. <laughs> there you go. It's coffee. Mm. Yeah. Are you guys, are you guys still doing the special editions of that? Like, cause mm-hmm. I, the first time, so Ben and I moved here in 2015, and that December you guys were doing like a, I think it was your cinnamon roll 
Wake and Bake, and it yeah. was coming out on his birthday. We made it like a whole thing, and that's the last time we've been here. So like, we always look out for your yeah. editions of Wake and Bake. Our uh, most recent was the Irish Babai Wake and Bake. What is that? Please Ooh. tell me. So it's got the Jittery Joe's coffee from okay. right here right. in Athens, right? Um, so it's a Wake and Bake, but it also adds like Irish cream and lactose. So it's incredible. Damn, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Really good, really dangerous. Yeah, that's like for the nightcap. What's, yeah. the, what's the ABV on that? On that 9. one. 9.4. All right. Damn. Okay. Some more it. like a sleep and bake. <laughs> Not a wake and bake. <laughs> right. I'm going to put you to bed. That coffee will wake you up. <laughs> that's, that's true, too. Awesome. Thank awesome. you guys so much. Thank you. Yeah, thank Thanks you. Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening. Just a heads up, this Friday and Saturday at Atlanta Brewing Company, I am hosting the Georgia Shorts Film Festival. Woo! We will be screening over 100 short films from all over the world right here in Atlanta. Tickets are free. You just need to reserve your passes through the Eventbrite, um, and you can do that by searching the Georgia Shorts Film Festival or by using the link in the show notes. We'll be back in two weeks with another Lady in Beer. Take comfort in knowing it's going to be a good one. We hope you'll join us. Cheers. Cheers.